Welcome to episode eight of Rip City Goons. I'm one half of your host, Kenosis the Goon, a.k.a. DJ Nick at Night, a.k.a. Nick in general. I'm a co-host, Silas, Silas Shikonery. Silas, the, the 49er loyal. Unfortunately, we're going to get yeah. into that. Got a bit of a shocker. Um, but yeah, man, Welcome. Welcome, everybody, and uh, we're going to be covering a few different things today. We're going to obviously go in the conference championships in the NFL, going to cover all the controversy, and then we're going to move into the upcoming Super Bowl that's coming up on February 13th of 2022. 2022, sounds crazy to say. Then we got some Blazers, we got some trades yeah. going on, and then we also got WrestleMania 38 that just happened, so, uh, you know, we wrestle Royal Rumble. Well. Oh, the Royal Mania Rumble. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> the Rumble. The Rumble preceding yeah. WrestleMania. Sorry. It's the big, it's the second biggest show of the year, in my opinion, for them. Uh, Honestly, if it's me, I think it's the it's their top show. It's the best show of the year every year. Yeah. When it comes to WWE. I mean, Survivor Series has been sucking. Mania hasn't been good in five years, so. Okay, so check it anyway. out. Anyway. Conference championships. NFC, we'll just start. We'll get it out of the way. We'll get the hard one out of the way. Niners, mm-hmm. LA, yeah. Battle, Battle of California, Bloodbath. A lot of uh, those guys, everybody left it all out on the field. I can say that, especially Debo, man. He didn't want to leave the football field, he wanted the W. Uh, but uh, I, I have to say, man, I guess the Rams are the real deal. I didn't want to believe it. I fought it until they made it to the Super Bowl uh, the whole year, but it makes sense. Veteran guys that aren't too cooked up yet, you know, still in their prime, you know what I mean? And you got Cup, you got OBJ, you got Aaron Donald. There's so many of these pro ball talent. Young young uh, Sean McVay, right? That's the coach. Yeah. You know, really young uh ambition what is this his third super bowl trip he's like 36. second i think yeah because he had the first one with golf yeah well they lost so unbelievable career for a guy that's 36 my age you know what i mean like that's crazy yeah. to me to be to have coached three well i think you're gonna and... see a lot more of that going forward i mean you're gonna see first of all you're gonna see a lot of offensive coaches being hired you're not gonna see a lot of defensive ones anymore um, you know, that's kind of a dying breed because you can hire a defensive coordinator. It's harder to hire a play call. It's harder to hire an offensive-minded guy who's going to be able to coach a quarterback. Uh, and McVay, he comes from a, you know, he comes from a tree. He comes from a Kyle Shanahan tree, the Mike Shanahan tree from Washington, you know, and had Robert Griffin the third. Um, that was a fun team. I like RG3. I still like him. I yeah I I'm sad for him. It's kind of you know I feel I mean, bad. He blew his knee out and then it was just over for him um, yeah, because they just rode him too hard in his rookie year. He still you know he still had a had a good a really exciting career, short but really exciting, and he still does uh, commentary on you know uh, ESPN and stuff All like that. Yeah, Kai pops up and uh, yeah. really really awesome dude. Like and I follow him on social media. Uh, him and his wife like do funny TikToks and stuff like that. So I mean, he's still doing. He's doing mm-hmm. good. He's not dead, <laughs> but right. yeah, he's not playing in the NFL right now. But okay, I mean that's. So, but yeah. So what does that, that mean tree, though for the 49ers, though? 
what does that say? Like, where where does the change uh... happen? Because obviously Jimmy G, he knows he's gone. He said it in the interview. It's over. Yeah. He, everybody knows it's over. He's got offers from multiple teams. I'm sure. Uh, he doesn't have an offer from anybody, but he's gonna get. It's gonna be trade. Not he, official, he'll go to not official offers, but I'm saying there's teams out there. You know, you never know. Uh, right. that, who could pick, pick the Steelers could pick him up? You don't know. We don't know. I think it. Well, I think the trade, the the most likely trade destination for Jimmy, if we're talking about it, there's three. I think it's he's either gonna replace Tom Brady in Tampa. But I don't think Arians wants him because I don't think that he can do what Arians needs him to do. Uh, it's replace Big Ben in Pittsburgh for a year. Basically, at this point, Jimmy's job is going to be go in and hold it down until they get their next guy. And that's just going to be, he's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's going to be Alex Smith. He's going to be one of those journeyman guys. Who shows up, he plays well enough to get you a win here or there, but he's not he's not the guy moving forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh that's a big change they gotta make. Do we put any blame on the co- on the coach at this point? Because oh, the yeah. season the season started really rough. It looked bad early and it turned well, around. But how much is that is is the players and like you said, the coordinators, and how much of that is the head coach? Because I thought he coached a good game. I didn't. I saw no problem with the coaching in that game. It was a drop pick is really what it came down to, right? So in uh, my- it came down to some. So my thing is, so I've been watching the Niners for my whole life, but specifically this year, I don't. I think I missed one game, the Atlanta game that they lost to Colt with Colt McCoy. Um, and I, I really don't look. I'm not a professional. Obviously, I'm not a professional coach. I don't know shit. But it seems like he, he has does had have a, a hard lot time. of Madden franchises. Okay, successful right. Madden that's franchises. The... <laughs> okay, that. that but what I something. do know is he gives up. He gives up fourth quarter leads. I mean, Kyle Shanahan. It's kind of becoming his thing at this point. He gave up the ten point lead in the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. He gave up that he was the offensive coordinator of Atlanta when they gave up the was that the 20 28 to, or 21 to, to three or whatever going into the fourth third quarter yeah lost the Super so, Bowl I mean but I, I he, haven't heard of I haven't heard anything about whether they're looking at getting rid of the coach I think they're no, like absolutely whatever, not. It's, it's, we're keeping no. him and they just gave him an extension he, he's winning games and I think they think he's the future um, but they also he's he's got another couple of years because he's got Trey Lance. Um, the they tried yeah. they traded three first round picks and a third for Trey uh, to go up to number three. What's, where, where so that'll Trey, be where did Trey Lance future. come from? Did he play D one? North ball? Dakota State. Okay, I'm say he was the quarterback there. He North played fifth. He only played to be fair. He only played fifteen college games. Um, but he did something that they liked. So they they traded away. They hemorrhaged a lot of their future early draft picks um, for him. And that's where the franchise is going. I think it's really good because he's a super mobile quarterback with big arm. So he'll be able to, you know, the hope is he'll be able to get away from the rush, get out in space and make some plays. And I mean, the Niners have the best set of playmakers I think they've had 
since Rice and T.O. Like, I don't... Crabtree was fine. Vernon Davis was fine. But, I mean, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, Mitchell, Mostert. That's what I'm saying. Rice, T.O. Oh, oh, okay. We're like... That was like their last... I was going to say, can't leave Niner T.O. out of it. That was the best T.O. No, Niner no. T.O. That was like, yeah, that well, was some good football. That was young T.O. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's, go, let's move on to the AFC. So, NFC, Rams win. Oh, super powered, a little bit more veteran leadership. Deadhead coaching, you know, across the board. Real close game. Came down to the last drive. But now we got the AFC. And those freaking Joe Shiesty Bengals beat my Raiders. Mm-hmm. And then continue to just beat, beat them. To beat the Titans, too. The number one seed Titans. Then beat the Chiefs. Yeah, the, I, uh, I think... Keep Jackson Mahomes will not be able to twerk at the Super Bowl. And his wife will not uh, be able to put pop champagne, champagne all over a crowd of freezing people. Who are already suffering yeah. <laughs> the, the regulars, the commoners. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Don't feel bad for them. Don't feel bad for the Chiefs ever. Okay. I'm a Raiders guy, so it's always F the Chiefs. Sorry, Chiefs right. friends. Uh, but um, realistically, now we got a rookie LSU combo receiver. Uh, quarterback, former Ohio State, uh, wins the Heisman Trophy and a national title out of LSU in his senior year, and comes in and just, just kind of a funny dude. Like, Macaulay Culkin shouldn't really be doing that good, and he just, like, keeps winning games. And he's get the shit kicked out of him. Sacked 10 times versus Tennessee or whatever is off. is brutal. It's murder. And they still win. Mm-hmm. I can't bet against Cincinnati. I honestly, I they're, think Cincinnati's going to win this game. They're they're just too they they got too much dog in them. I don't know how they got dog or magic. I don't know what it is, but they just keep. It's like the football gods have decided that the Bengals' time is now, <laughs> and you know they hadn't even been to a well, playoff I mean, game in forty-one years. Not yeah. even not even to the dance to go out the first round. They never went to the playoffs with, with Carson Palmer and Ocho? No. they The last time they went was like icky shuffle days back in the 90s. That was the 90s. last time they won a playoff game, oh, right? Okay, Not the last okay. time they were in the playoff. Because like, yeah, I mean, no, that's they, they, that's the last time they won a playoff game. They've okay. been there. Regardless, times, that's a lose. big, that's a yeah. big long number. That's longer than I've been alive years Wait, wise. yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it? No, it's not. Yeah. You said 41 years. You're 36. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's a long time. But at 91 was it 41 years ago, though? Either way, 91, long time ago. And Oh, you said 91? Was yeah, it? I thought you I said like, 41 years, not since 91. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, no, 91 is a long time. We were both very young at that point. But you think um, about it. So so they should have never won. They, they barely got out of Oakland alive at home. And I'm like, they're cooked next round. You know, then boom. They, they have to go on the road and do it. And they do it. And now, now here we are. Super Bowl, high-powered Rams on every aspect. Jalen Ramsey in the backfield. 
uh, verse a line that's definitely going to let Joe Shiesty get the shit kicked out of him at least four or five sacks, you know, coming up. Well, and the Rams have a ridiculous pass rush. They got Vaughn Miller, who's still got gas on the tank. They've got Aaron Donald, who just destroys offensive lines. So, yeah, I mean, there's a real real chance that Aaron he's going to... Donald gonna... is not playing around this year either. I see that guy screaming at dudes, huddling everybody up like, this is it, you know, like, this is the time. Mm-hmm. I'm sick well, I think losing. he realizes that he's got a team and and Stafford isn't going to be there. He's going to be there for a, a little while, but Stafford's not going to be the long-term solution there. He's already in, what, year nine? And he has an injury history. Uh, nobody so, on that. I mean, this guys, is their... This is a veteran team. This is what people are missing, I think. This is a, a bunch of guys, even though they didn't all play together, are a veteran football team that is nearing the end of their prime. All those guys are getting on the cusp of being one step slower and five, ten yards behind where they used to be when they were younger because they're just getting older. But mm-hmm. that's right now, at this current time, this month, that is an advantage because they are all yep. playing. They have all lost and not gotten the Super Bowl, every single one of those guys, and they know how hard it is to get there, even on a decent team. You know what I mean? Well, Von Miller's been in one twice. Or no, he lost once, won once. So, I mean, he's been there. So you got, yeah, you got you veteran know, leadership. So. You got, okay, yeah, you got even more so the case. You got leadership in the locker room that knows what you got to do to win a championship. And they're there again. You know, these guys are, are so I don't, do I think uh, Joe Shiesty is going to get rattled? Not a chance. The guys, that guy's a trooper. I, I hate the fact that I got to deal with him in the AFC for the next 10, 15 years. <laughs> that guy's, and, uh, you know, his receiver, too. That dude is one of the freaking... Uh, uh, Jamar. Jamar Chase. He's one of the, the most phenomenal freaking... You, good luck covering that guy. That guy's so on his game, dude. He's so good. You got to watch him. Ramsey's yeah, but on the him. other side of that... On the other side of that, they've got Cooper Cup, Adele Beckham Jr. And next year, it say the Ram, the Rams are still going to be a problem next year because they'll have Robert Woods back. So, <laughs> you know, the Rams yeah. have a great receiving core. They've got the one down. The one thing I think they're going to have a problem with is they don't have a run game like at all. They've got you know a bunch of you know third like third rate running backs who kind of just like they're falling onto this team. You know, their their whole well, they're, game they're is, hurt, man. Akers is a really is, great halfback, but that guy's blowing his shoulder out every time he hits the field, you know. So mm-hmm. there's some injuries going on in the run world for the Rams. And, you know, vice versa, uh, a key mix is that I think is uh, Mixon on Cincinnati. Joel yeah, that guy's a powerhouse. He wants to win. That guy charges that offense because when Joe's getting the crap kicked out of him, he takes the rock and makes him pay, you know, and he does mm-hmm. it in a, in a big way. Like, uh, he wants to win, too. So, going to be super competitive. Who do you got? Honestly, uh, smart money's on the Rams, but I, I think the Bengals are going to win. I think they – I don't think that the moment's too big for Joe, for Joe Burrow. Um, and then – they also, I think their defense is going to be able to hang on. Um, and I think it'll it'll either, you know, I think it'll be a high-scoring game, realistically. I think um, the Rams are going to win by 14 
And I think Cooper. You Cup, think so? I think Cooper Cup is going to annihilate the slant, and they're not going to know what to do when that guy's forty yards down the freaking field. I mean, uh, Eastern Washington guy quit his landscaping job, and his girlfriend paid the bills, working school full time. Uh, and now here he is cutting people up for forty up the field on a religious basis. Every time yeah. that guy gets the ball, everyone's just like, "Oh shit!" Like they, they, nobody thinks it's going to happen to them. And then Cooper Cup shows up and triple crowns their ass every single game. And uh, Odell was great last game, but my eyes on Cooper Cup and who the hell is going to keep up with him? Because that guy's incredible, incredible yep. receiver. We're talking. I mean, like I said, smart money's on the Rams. Yeah. Uh, would I like to see Joe win? Uh, no. And the reason why is he's a rookie still. It, no, he's not. He's in the second year, dude. Don't care. I don't need to see no second year. You got to earn it in the NFL. And you're going to wait seven years, eight years, like Matt Stafford, if you make it that far to win one. Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't always do. I think Brady was in like his second or third year. Let's when he not won his first start one. using the GOAT as a comparison to Joe Shiesty yet. Okay. We're, we're not we're talking. To. We're talking one really cool year. Yeah. Not. 22 years of service you have to wonder at a certain point though like because like nobody ever thought realistically the cubs would ever win a world series just because they just hadn't won one yeah you know so at a certain point that's gonna happen the Bengals are going to get through the afc championship and they're gonna win you know so at one at some point we might be long dead before this happens the lions will win a playoff game I hope um, so. <laughs> I felt bad for them, man. They got some really cool guys on that team in the interviews I've seen. The coach is like, seems like everybody really loves Dude, him. that guy wants to win so bad. And he's, he's like, so a, he played there. Yeah. Like, like that, he, I, he, yeah. You want the Rocky story to, to work, man. You really want to see that happen. I want to see it. So, I mean, I, I always like the Lions. I liked all the Lions fans pulling for Stafford still from afar. Yeah rocking their Stafford jerseys yeah. like go get one <laughs> you know yeah. yeah that's the closest they'll get I think there's another guy too um oh the fact that Eminem is on the halftime show is the closest oh, Detroit will ever be to a Super Bowl Stafford is there and that's and gonna Eminem's be the that's gonna show. be pretty insane man Snoop Dogg Dr. Dre Kendrick Lamar Eminem Mary J Blige Mary J Blige thought it was pretty interesting i'm seeing all those tiktok like you're gonna see who your parents are because yeah. you know all of us were kids when those when they were huge and yeah um now all of us i mean i'm not but most people our age are parents so their kids are gonna see a version of them that they're not ready for they've when never, uh they've never when seen gin and juice comes on <laughs> yeah all it's right very, man so Moving on from uh, the old football and the NFL updates, we got our beloved Portland Trailblazers. Big trade. Blazers trying to move some pieces for the first time in what feels like forever. And I just feel that this was a bad move of out of desperation to just make a change with what they could change. Norman Powell, who we wined and dined, got him over here. Drove his chihuahuas from freaking uh, Pomeranians from Florida to Oregon. Uh, g- gave up some two first-round picks, I think, or something like that for the trade to Toronto. And that was last year. Bring him in. Rocco. Yeah. 
not the greatest shooter, but a solid defender, high energy, good guy, not a trouble guy. Locker room likes him. Everybody likes Rocco. The crowd likes him. Trading them away, keeping CJ, keeping Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, Dame is injured, and you know he's got to make his his case, you know, for uh, the big contract. CJ's on a max contract, and so we get Eric Bledsoe, two other guys, for and a second round pick in twenty twenty five. I don't know what they're trying to do. I, I Why would you even do this at all? It, I've heard it's to clear up cap space so we can bring somebody in or pay somebody that we already have. I.e., if we got to max out Dame, we got to get rid of Norm to max out Dame. That's what they're doing, and they're like, whatever. Or, mm-hmm. or, this is... I don't it. know. Or they're trying to, they're just saying whatever. It's not going to gel but at least we'll get a, a lottery pick at the end of the year, a good one. You know what I mean? And we can try to rebuild young like we did with Dame in the first place. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking right now, like, honestly, I'm looking at uh, sporttrack.com. I don't know if it's what it is, but what I'm seeing right now is a bunch of unrestricted free agents uh, starting in 2023 but I don't know that any of them would come here, right? So, like, LeBron is a, an unrestricted free agent next year. Uh, come on. Come so on. is Harden. So is Wall. So is Westbrook. So is Middleton, Beal, Irving, Przingis, Love, Wiggins, Jokic, Russell. But, I, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Al Horford, like there's a bunch of people that are going to be unrestricted free agents or have a club option. Uh, but none of them are coming here. You know, like none of them are coming to Portland. If we have, if we know anything, you know, you're not going to get Zion or, or Larry Nance to show up. So we had Larry uh, Nance. Oh, that's true. We did. We still do. Don't we? I think he's hurt. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not a big deal. Like, I guess what I'm saying is Harden isn't coming to Portland. Everybody keeps saying Ben Simmons, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. And I'm like, why Why do you guys want Ben Simmons so bad? You really want to give up somebody for Ben Simmons? The guy's been a headache. Here's my, only, the, here's my only reason. Here's my only reason to pick up Ben Simmons. He is a defender it pulls dame off of the one so he doesn't need to facilitate the offense and him and and cj can play the one and the two it gives them a three defender but you see anthony simmons has been performing at a high level so high that the offense is really running through anthony right now who is like what slam dunk champion 22 years old oh i am for me simons yeah the ant man that guy's unbelievable, yeah. and that's the future. Dame even said it. He's like, that guy's the future of the franchise. We already have him. We just need some stuff around him. And what we really need is guys that are 6'8 and above to just quit shooting that three-pointer. Unless you're in the side pocket and you're nice and tucked in, go for it. But that Nurkic freaking uh, 30-foot Steph Curry at the top of the lot, you know, we we got to stop that because mm-hmm. we ain't, we ain't getting nothing going on. If you're standing, if I don't get the logic behind that, five on the outside, it, I don't understand that offense. And I, I feel like it doesn't matter if it was Stotts or Chauncey Bullets; they're all still doing that. 
and I don't understand, you know, why they're never going to get wins going if they continue to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Well, that's the thing is that's what Ben would do is Ben would be the only upside is Ben would be moving in, right? He'd be because he's not a shooter. He's not an, he can't shoot. Right. So that would be, that's why everybody says Ben to Portland because he does make sense as a point guard in their offense that frees up Dame Lillard. He frees up, uh, he frees up CJ. He frees up, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Simon, Simons, he frees up all these guys to just do what they do, and they don't have to run the run the offense. Now, that being said, in order to get him, you're gonna have to trade Dame for him, and I don't want to trade Dame for Ben Simmons. No, um, Dame. The so city, uh, city I don't know. The thing about Portland that's they owe Damian Lillard all the flowers in the world, every rose we got, because that guy's been hanging in here through uh, just thing after thing, and he keeps punching, and he keeps staying loyal, and he keeps, you know, coming back home. And uh, we got to appreciate that because you're not going to – guys like that, they don't come around anymore. They don't exist. The loyalty that guy has shown uh, Portland, it it doesn't exist anymore. And um, it doesn't Well, there's a reason for it. I mean, realistic. There's a reason for that at this point. Giannis is that way. He's the same way. He's like, I'm going to yeah. win it here. But Giannis also is built like freaking Superman. You know, that guy's unreal. That's why they call him the Greek freak. It's like he's almost yeah. an indestructible guy. Dame's like one of us. He's like a regular dude. He's just a hard, hard-ass worker. You know, he ain't. I mean, he's not like, he can shoot the ball a lot better than we can. I'm just saying he didn't get the, well, ta- yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm saying much better than that aspect. But I'm saying he's, you know. What six three at the most? Six one. You know what I mean? Hard mm-hmm. worker. Small college guy, small market team, trying to win a championship. Yeah. Well, that's why he'll stay here. He he stays here because the only team that gave him an option in college was Ogden. And we drafted him. And so he has this like undying loyalty to those two places. When he's, I mean, look, he's better than Portland. And the problem, not, he's not better than Portland. I don't want to put that out there. That's crazy. What I mean to say is Portland is not a place that gets high value free agents. We just don't. The only way we can get people to come here is in trades or drafting them. And then generally the city can keep them here. Yeah. But like, but it's so hard to get people to show up in Portland. It's It's been my whole life. Mm-hmm. It's like because it's a small market. Out. There's only one team. Uh, the thing though is that because there's only the one team here, they well, I guess they have the soccer teams, and I, I guess people are really like those. I haven't paid any attention to them at all, so I don't know. Um, but because they've only had the one, you know, big three league team in town for as long as they have, there's a lot of love and loyalty for the for the Trailblazers yeah. in in Oregon. Oh, so yeah. it's a basketball. You get treated time. like royalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. I can't see that trade. I mean, I think they're trading away Norman Powell because they know the three guard lineup doesn't work, and not with those they're three. they're looking. For... What ended well, up it, when it was, was CJ, CJ and him just ended up competing for who was going to be that two spot. It didn't really work out. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. 
the Splash Brothers, you know, that thing worked out because those guys, you know, it's it's a duo. You know what I mean? And everybody else. Right. It's a duo with Draymond. And also when they had when they had Durant, it was like they were fine. Kind of, like those two guys were like, I don't care. You can take all the shots. Like there's nothing like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. And Iguodala. Are, yeah. They're just, they, it feels like they just have so little ego. They're like, I don't care. Like he can take most of the shots. It's fine. But then Curry comes out this year and has like that ridiculous shooting performance for the first half. Uh, he went into a little of a slump, but it looks like he's coming right back again. Well, he did take the record this year for most threes all time. So when when you got Reggie That's Miller, so early in his career too. Reggie Miller and Ray Allen handed him jerseys at like, the end of the game. Both showed up to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, unreal. I think Ray was a little salty. From the mm-hmm. pictures, he looked. He looked yeah. like, damn, I worked real hard for that, and this guy just beat it like out of nowhere. But he's a prodigy. He's a prodigy. So that's what prodigies do: is they prodigy. And- well, it's some of that, and it's also the fact that like the game changed while Curry was playing, right? Like when Ray was playing, he was the best shooter in the league yeah. for his time. But he also. They didn't shoot the volume of three pointers that they shoot now at all. So like I think Ray and Reggie, if they had played it, you know, maybe they if they played in like this era with like this many the analytics being as big as they are and like just shoot the three, like they oh, might they, have more, but who knows? They would have they would have a lot of points. I can tell you that much, because they'd be running the mm-hmm. offense through Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, not as his second option. It wouldn't be I think Reggie a, was ever the second option in Indiana, was he? No, I'm just saying like Ray know, Allen the, was the, definitely not a first option, that, but Reggie was the, was the first option. When in Indiana. you know, in the early 2000s and the late 90s, the transition was to mid range. It was like, look, you get a good post fade, you get a That's nice true. clean, you get that clean two point shot, make it look good. But it was all centered around that and if 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 the easy shot you know the layup wasn't open there's a mid-range now they're Mm -hmm. planning to strike three immediately right off the bat right and then if that doesn't work then they'll start trying to come in a little bit but nobody even plays the post anymore everyone plays through the mid-range game even centers are playing at the top yeah, because because it yeah centers are playing at the top of the key or in it the, doesn't make sense anymore because the the skill of the players is so high that it is a high percentage that Anthony Davis is going to drain that from three if he's open, you know. So you can run that, but I don't know. What do you think about this trade? Is this just a band aid? Is this desperation? You know, is this is this a good thing? These guys going to fit? Like what's I don't understand. I don't. I'm having trouble understanding. It. I I don't know what this organization has been doing for the last 10 years, realistically. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Eric. I don't know the three players enough to know where they're going to fit in the rotation or if they're even going to fit in the rotation. I really I think it was just – We tried – here's what I'm saying. I think they tried this whole – three guard thing it worked for a little while dame's out so they're and they're running everything through simons i think they were stupid to trade gary trent that's just me that was the start um, of all of it that was the start of it because gary trent would come off the bench and produce like every right. time and he's he's so a i don't know i think 
He's a problem in Toronto, just... dude. He's doing really good. And I'm glad he's doing really good because we should have never got rid of him. And uh, and the, the Rodney Hood as well. I was like, why are you guys getting rid of Hood? I was like, that guy's a clutch left-handed three-point shooter. That He's a good shooter. He plays mm-hmm. hard as hell. I love Rodney Hood. And he plays the three, and he's also a defensive guy. The thing is, I mean, remember this. There was that team that they blew up that had Dame, it was Dame CJ, Al Farouk Aminu, uh, Mo Harkless, and I think Nurk was the five at that point. Or maybe it was Mason Plumley, and then he they traded him yeah. for uh, – for uh for uh nerd that five was good because you had the two big scores you had a guy who could shoot threes in aminu a guy who played defense in mo and you had like two defenders and two shooters and then you had nerd like that lineup made sense to me the three guards no defense whatsoever just shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot and hope that you make more threes than they make twos um, yeah. or that your shooting percentage is going to be higher is just like, that's not, that, that, to me, that doesn't feel like a winning formula. It might just be that I'm an old, old, like basketball fan who watched Jordan and Kobe. And <laughs> well, the funny know, like, thing is it's, it's going back to that now because I'm seeing guys like John Morant and what they're doing is they're, they're going to get you. They're not even going to let you rest. They're just going to attack mm-hmm. you in because the, they're going to get in the air and they're going to make you work or you're going to foul. And then when you get mm-hmm. tired, then they're going to drag you out to mid range. Like the old, that's the way that they used to do it. The greats used to do it, you know, wear you out, then mm-hmm. drag you out and then just start post fading you to death. But John Morant is still in that 88 Jordan mode where he's like, I'm going to go in the sky yeah. and then I'm going to find out what happens like later, but I'm going to go in the mm-hmm. air. And, and then you got, the, I call them like the super titans. The centers these days are freaking unbelievable. Um, oh, you mean like joke, like Joker? Which again brings me back to Elijah Wan and freaking uh, uh, Patrick Ewing and the super titans of back in the day. The super unbelievably uncontrollable big men, and then the super flyers. And that's where it's it's going back that way now, right? It's going away from that three guard everyone wants to be golden state it's going it's changing and i'm watching it change right now so i'm excited for well golden that. state that's a that's a misnomer anyway because golden state wasn't a, a three guard lineup that was a you had steph curry who's six three you had clay thompson who's six six you had kevin durant who's like seven foot draymond it was is like six nine oh, yeah. like they didn't have they weren't a three they weren't a three guard lineup they, and Harrison Barnes, when they had him for that first title, uh, he was like six seven. Like he's a forward dude. Like they yeah. they the three guard thing was a Portland fucking thing. Because the thing was is Neil Olshay kept getting guards. He was like, I'll grab Gary Trent Jr., Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Jared Bayless. Like he just drafted guards over and over yeah. and over and over again. I think one of the biggest problems that they had is they let go of Zach Collins who was a great four. I know he was injured, but he was a great four and a defensive guy and a loyal guy. Um, They let go of Gary Trent and then they let go of, um, they let go of a couple, I I don't know, Aminu and those kind of guys. 
Rodney Hood, like there's the no Rodney identity. Hood trade there's no, sense. there's no, there's no sense of stability in the locker room. The guys don't feel like they're going to hang out. Even if they like Portland, they don't feel like they're going to hang out long unless your name is Lillard, mm. McCollum, or or Yusuf Nurkic or Nurkic. Nurkic. Yeah, you know, those three, and and you know, rightfully so, they're the numbers guys, and they're the jerseys, and they're the you know, those are our, those are our city, the face of the city, but at the same time. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta see. The game, the game is changing, and uh, it's going back, going back to a, a good thing for the fans. I think the threes are cool too. I like all eras, but uh, yeah, I think that the, I think what will happen is what always happens, which is uh, the three will get. You won't, so you won't see. I mean, you might. I mean, I think you're still gonna see a shitload of threes getting jacked up. I think you're just gonna see more of all three types of game getting put together. You're going to see more John Morant, but he's going to have a guy like a, a two or a three that just jacks up threes constantly. You know, they'll have a shooting guard or a, or a forward. That's like their three guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think all teams are going to have that. They, they just won't have, I mean, Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard and Steph Curry are in a different league when it comes to shooting. They just are yeah. Trey young. Also, that's another guy that that I always forget about, but he's he's crazy. Uh, he's a crazy yeah. three point shooter too. No, he's a he's really good. So they exist I, I like still. You just yeah, I like all those guys. I think I'm, that I'm what really... you're going to see though is you're going to see teams play more to a strength than trying to follow. You know, you're not going to find another Steph. You're not going to find another Dame. You're not going to find another Clay. You're not going to find another Trey Young. But if they show up, you know, you got to use them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy because uh, I told you I got tickets to my first Laker game coming up mm-hmm. on the ninth, and I got really worried because I didn't realize that Portland played them in LA or they were going to, so close to playing in Portland. Mm-hmm. And I got a bulletin on, you know, on my newsfeed or whatever that said LeBron's knee still hurts; he's not going to play. And it's the whole reason I want to see the Lakers is to see LeBron James play basketball just once in my life. I just want to see it in real life. See what that looks like. Yeah, that's fair. And so I, I was just like, damn, dude. I was like, damn. And then I found out that, oh, no, he's he's playing again. <laughs> and he's better. And so yeah. hopefully I get to see him because he's he's back on the court now. But, I, yeah, I was bummed out. I was yeah. Like, I was like, I thought it was my game. And I was like, man. Yeah. I was like, of course, I was still going to go and be excited to see Westbrook and Carmelo and all these other dudes that I just, you know, Dwight Howard and uh, AD mm-hmm. and just all these guys that, you know, I've grown up watching this past, you know, 20 years, these dudes, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, and some of them, yeah, like Carmelo, yeah. And uh, so cross your fingers. Hopefully I get to actually see that. Uh, but yeah, that'll be cool. We're yeah, I mean, that's kind of the that. thing, right, is... is we're looking at, at kind of the changing of the guard in both sports. We talked about this on the thing we didn't record last week, but um, the fact that all of the, in both of the two major sports in, 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 you know, America, we're losing kind of a whole era at the same time in both yeah. sports. Yeah. Like, like, do you think, so here's realistically, do you think Carmelo Anthony plays again next year? I don't know if if LA wins a championship, 
he just got divorced. Maybe. He just moved down to LA. He just got divorced. He's his game just is back up at a level where he's playing at an elite level, and you know everyone's like, "Oh, LeBron's out." Da da da. And then Carmelo comes in. I'm watching highlights and just watching him just juke step back fade away just on everybody mm-hmm. right in their face, like looking like young mellow. And I'm just like, damn, that looks like mm-hmm. New, that looks like New York mellow. I was like, so does he want to? The guy's he doesn't have anything to prove. He's an Olympian, you know, he's he doesn't have anything to prove. He just wants the championship. Maybe he wins the chip and says, That's all I wanted. I'm done. I just wanted my one chip. Mm-hmm. It depends. Then if, the question becomes if say his career ends today. Carmelo Anthony a Hall of Famer to you. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It's fair. Man, I think anybody who played for the Olympic team should go in the in the Hall of Fame. I mean, if you made that roster, then then obviously you you know, aside from Chris Leitner or whatever back in the nineties when they should have He deserves there. his Hall of Fame. No. That dude is the he, <laughs> dude. No, because it's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. And his contributions in college yeah, make a, him a Hall of Famer to me. He had a good college run. I'll give him that. He had a good college he was, run. He's, like the, he's won the most games of any college athlete ever. And no one will ever beat it because nobody at his level that's going to go to the NBA and win. I think they've won three championships. Um, the three, didn't they? Duke, that his team, Duke. Let me. Look. Well, he won a gold medal too. Uh, <laughs> he did that too. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying, man, that dude is decorated. He had a terrible in a NBA career, but uh, Chris Leitner, you know, he's a third overall pick. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Trying to figure out college. So he has the most points scored in NCAA tournament history, the most free throws made, the most free throw attempts, most games won, and most games played. Wow, he's like a... he nobody will, and nobody will ever break any of those records because, like I said, nobody that's on a team that's going to be that good is going to stay in college long enough to do that. They're going to jump to the NBA. Oh, right, like, yeah. Mello at Syracuse could have been that, obviously. But he yeah. left oh, yeah. after his first year. Bradley Beal, uh, all those guys, they could have, but they they were like, ah, I'm going to go get paid, which makes total sense. Michael Jordan completed school. All right. Don't be a fool. That's crazy. Stay in, yeah. Michael Jordan. Can you imagine if Michael Jordan would have went in the league at 18? What would have happened? I don't know if he would have been all right then. I mean, because at that point, dude, they were elbows were flying around. Yeah, Much he, more than they are now. He would have been fine. He's he's Air Jordan, yeah. man. The king. Yeah. I think I think honestly his game made more sense coming out in, at what twenty two, and I mean he didn't win until Scotty showed up. He's great early, but he didn't win any championships until Scotty showed up. But that's beyond. That's, I mean, that's the thing about sports is that as much it's as people say effort. like, oh, he's the great. It's, it's five guys on the floor. It's 12 guys on a team to 15 guys on a team. And, and they have to go out and win together. I, lo- um, I love that, too, because you think about Tom Brady and you think about uh, everyone's like, oh, he did he did it on his own. I'm like, man, did you see that catch that Julian Edelman had to make to, to yeah, keep that yeah. drive alive? Come on. What do you mean it was just on? That was a wild-ass ball 
that the the freaking mm-hmm. you know or Eli Manning Eli Manning did not drive the, the helmet helmet catch, catch won the game the fucking wacky catch nobody ever gives it's always the quarterback but they they mm-hmm. throw up whatever and just hope that it works and Edelman yeah. catches it with his fingertip you know what I mean mm-hmm. it just well, he like popped it up barely yeah he like kicked it off of him he like kicked yeah. it up and like <laughs> yeah yeah. I mean, talk about he kept that thing alive, but it's it's a team effort. Nobody just yeah. gets there, you know, unless you're in our next sport. In our next well, event. Okay. Yeah. The Royal <laughs> Rumble. Okay. Yeah. Roman Reigns stands in the ring. The music hits and smoke comes out. And Goldberg is back. <laughs> Can Goldberg, you fucking believe that? Goldberg, ready for the spear. Ugh. He will not acknowledge Roman Reigns. Nope, he won't. Because why would he? Because <laughs> he's trying never... to find the match card. It's Goldberg. Yeah, okay. That's why. Come on. <sighs> yeah, but he wasn't even like in the goddamn thing. He just showed up at the end. Oh, well, well. yeah. And he says comes in the ring i would just like to uh you know accept it you know your you're next on the list it's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah it's the same yeah it's been running that gimmick for so long it's literally because he doesn't have any other gimmick look goldberg's fine I, I'm not Goldberg. excited to see him back. I'm not excited to see him back. 1998 Goldberg was the shit. Yes, right. Then, but still doing it in 2022 is kind of, and, and the, dude, he almost killed The Undertaker the last time they wrestled. Dude, like, right. dropped him on his head. They're he not. Bret Hart. Yeah. He did hurt Bret Hart. That's the one thing I don't like about Goldberg. He is a wrecking machine. But the thing is, is the match is. Not, yeah. The matches look so great because he's literally fucking the guy up <laughs> as they're going. <laughs> like you can't, fake, yeah. you can't fake getting hit by that spear, dude. That's a straight linebacker no. tackle with no pads, dude, to the ribs. You're gonna get hit by that. <laughs> it's coming forty miles yeah. an hour. Well, so are you happy with the results of the of of the Royal Rumble matches? Both of them? Yes. I'm happy because I think Ronda Rousey is good for the WWE. Uh, she's done fighting. It's it's a good move. It works for everybody. Rowdy Piper's dead, so she carries on that Rowdy uh, banner. Uh, and Brock Lesnar, dude, he's got to be in the mix. And what better way to be in the mix by winning the Rumble? Because he's got to be in the mix. Some kind of way, you got to use him while you still can. He's got probably another... I don't know, 10 years that he's probably going to do this. So they got to keep him up at the... He lost the title on the night and then won the Royal Rumble. I think I, to me, that's a fucking joke, dude. That's stupid. <laughs> you have plenty of other people that could do that. I don't know. I get okay, it. Brock I, is your I, guy. Brock is the Brock is the most believable wrestler on the planet because he beats the shit out of people in real life and he's totally... But it's just like art... I'm done with WWE. Like to the for the most part, I'm done with WWE. Like I don't, 
None of it's interesting. It's the same seven matches over and over again. I will say the Roman Reigns Seth Rollins match from the opener was great. Uh, the WWE I think Rouse is, is one of the funnest events to attend live. Remember, we saw Hulk Hogan's birthday. That is one of the funnest yeah, events to go great. when they hit the lights and Jericho comes out. I mean, that's so fun, dude. It's so yeah, fun. Yeah, but Jericho's gone. Jericho's yeah. in other company, the better company. I, I, I love think. I love AEW myself, but you know, they didn't have the Royal Rumble, so they didn't have the Rumble. That's true. They they just had uh just had good matches, good clean matches. They're all they're all solid. Without, they're all solid. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're. I think they're. The rush is a little bit bloated. Dan Housen. Dan Housen. Dan Housen's the shit, dude. Dan oh, Housen puts a curse Housen. Yes, and he did it to Moxley. That shit's so funny. Funniest shit ever, dude. I saw it and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, and then immediately gets fucking whacked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just immediately <laughs> cursed. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? And then. He sold that so good too. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, they got hey, and Moxley's looking lean too. It's looking like he you lost know, after shit. it looks like he's in good shape, healthy, like yeah. he looks really good. So I'm happy for his return as well on AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get to the Hardys are gonna return. We're gonna get a, a Hardy the Hardy's tag team in I'm, AEW coming up. I'm happy, man. And I love hearing JR on the microphone. I just just some about Shivani too. And Tony Schiavone, Jr. Tony Schiavone. These guys, they're they're ageless. Just they should have never been, you know, let go or compromised, and they should have been allowed to do their their craft because they're the best at it. And I love hearing. I think it. Jr. is the best play-by-play guy in wrestling history. He's also a really good executive. I mean, he, he's the guy that he, found half of those people and brought them in. The John Madden of wrestling, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? He's uh, he is that important to it. Um. And I listen to. Uh, I mean, him just screaming "Stone Cold" is like the like is my memories of my childhood. Like I'll remember that forever. Next episode, we're going to talk about the Pro Bowl. Next episode, uh, we're going to talk some more wrestling, and of course, we're going to see what happens and materializes with this trade. It actually should be after the uh, Laker game, so I'll be able to comment firsthand in the bleachers experience of uh, what I saw and what the building feels like, what the vibe feels like in Rip City after all this, you know, in the building. So. For sure. Sounds good. Thank you, Cyrus. Good talking to you. All right. Me too, man. Hopefully I'll see you next week. Next week. Okay.